Welcome to another episode of Was It Good? I'm Ravi, as always, joined by Krishna and Arjuna. Mr. Michael's in the producer's chair. We are talking today about Marvel's newest film, Shang-Chi, and a little bit on the new Marvel show, What If? Episode 4. Before we get into it, as always, I want to start with a question for Christian and Arjuna. Oh, shit. And that is, when you guys saw the movie in theaters, did you have an annoying lunatic in front of you laugh at fucking everything? I had 17 of those. Why was Christian <laughs> staring at me? Because <laughs> <laughs> I assumed you were the lunatic he was what? referring to. No, so I obviously, uh, so Arjuna and myself went to go see this with a couple other people yesterday. And unfortunately, there was an individual in the IMAX theater who, for some reason, had to laugh at everything, which I'm usually okay with. The problem is they did not understand the concept of inside laughing or, (laughs) you know, laughing etiquette where if you're in a theater, don't laugh so loud. Everyone can hear you and everyone can hear you over the movie, which is using, you know, thousands of watts of sound. I must have been... I was oblivious to this whole thing because it was, it was, was right after, in front of you. After you, because it was afterwards we got out and you, all three of you, you, Michael, and Sahara are all like, that guy was so fucking annoying. I'm like, what guy? Arjuna, <laughs> did you pass out or were you actually the guy laughing? I think I was the guy. <laughs> I think I was the guy. Yeah. Or, you know, it's like the weird sound of the theater. He was in like the dead spot, like <laughs> where he actually didn't Maybe. hear anything. No, the only annoying thing about my viewing experience was the people that the, there was someone sitting in front of me and the chairs leaned back a little. Oh, yeah. And that it kind of hit my like feet a little. Oh, you guys gosh. in like a narrow seating? So you got an IMAX, IMAX at a... Uh, Universal. 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 And yet the seatings are kind of, the rows are a little bit more narrow, narrow. unfortunately. You got to do what I did and put your foot in there and wedge it down, and then they can't lean back on you. Yeah, oh, it wow. says your foot gets crushed. Oh, no, you put it in the gap. It, it worked uh, pretty well. Michael's feet are broken. We can't confirm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Christian, cool. how was your viewing? Because you saw it today. I did. By yourself. I can't keep up the charade any longer. Oh, that's fine. I, I really liked it. <laughs> and also, my viewing experience was great. Um, Damn it! Yeah. So, actually, it's so a funny story. Uh, it's not really not that funny, actually. But um, <laughs> I, uh, I sat in the wrong seat. Uh, but I did it on purpose oh. to avoid sitting next to two, like, families. And there were three seats right in the middle of uh, row G. Yep. Uh, and I was... I was my seat was G seventeen, which was right next to one of the families. But three three empty seats, so I sat in the middle, and I was like the whole time for like forty five minutes. I was like, anyone who came in, I'm like, am I in there? Am I in their seat? Am I gonna have to move? And for some reason, so I was like anxious about it. So pro tip, I think I told you this. But I know, I know, because we have AMC A list, and we're all part of the same entourage. If you, if you or anyone here are ever seeing a movie by themselves. Use some of our tickets to block the seats out around you, so you have you can Juna, sit next to no. First of all, that is immoral, and Im- immoral. That's that's. I mean, that's it's wrong. I'm gonna be like, that is it's, immoral, it's and wrong. thank you. I will be doing that. And, and yes, I, I mean, for a movie like Shang Chi, which only had a theatrical release, meaning the mm. only way to see this movie right now in the United States, that's a good point, is going into a theater with Delta cases or Delta COVID cases and COVID in general cases rising. You know. If the the theaters have not gone back to a pre, or a, I guess they have not gone back to a COVID safe environment where they are blocking out seats, limiting capacity, they are filling these theaters with people. I think that is a great suggestion and is something you should totally do. Right. And if the theaters get pissy about it, fuck them. Mm. It's you their have you have the option with Entourage exactly, to do that. Yeah. So like, use it. Might as well yeah. use it. And I, I think it's you're paying money to the theater anyway through the. <laughs> 
the subscriptions. So how are we supposed to get that AMC A list sponsorship? <laughs> we just gave <laughs> a really good suggestion as to why you and your friends should get a list. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, that's a good point. Actually, over you know the the company or whatever. Slightly, yeah. But but yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah they, they still they, get their money it, yeah. at the end of the day. So fuck crazy. even the theater we went to, it was like full, but it wasn't like to capacity full. There were still empty mm. seats. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like there were definitely empty seats. Yeah. There's a, there's more than one. Uh, my <laughs> our producer put up one finger. One finger. I think he was trying to be Doctor Strange. No, and, uh, and game it wasn't. Yeah, like, yeah. He gave, one us, he gave you this finger. <laughs> yeah, he gave you the middle finger. No, that's later for D and D. Anyway, guys, before <laughs> before we dive into kind of the nitty gritty of Shang Chi, the I'm just gonna say it. Uh, one of the best Marvel action Whoa! films. No, yeah. We're throwing yeah, a lot of hyperbole. Absolutely was. Yeah, definitely oh, anyway, in terms we'll of like the the action sequences. And I'm, I'm gonna say this. You know, it's a it's an asterisk there, which is the first half, mm. great action sequences. Second yep. half, not so much. Bus scene will go down in infamy. Which bus one? Scene? Oh, the the train. Oh, the, the bus, bus. The bus. bus yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Is that a bus or a tram? No, it's, it's a bus. bus. It's, it's, a bus. it's like yeah. an LA bus. It yeah. has the little uh, connector in the middle, right? Yeah. So you know, for the turns and stuff. But what would you? What's your uh, your one word impressions to kind of you know sum up your viewing and or movie going experience? <laughs> I can go first if you want. I think that's great. Okay, mine is going to be rings, because the movie is about ten. Rings. No, the reason I'm it's saying also called rings, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah, it's true. Right, yeah, I've true. actually fucked up the title multiple times. It's uh, Most it, people will refer to this movie as Shang-Chi. Though. Yeah. Uh, the reason I'm saying rings, though, is because I was telling, talking to our producer actually right before this. Um, I think the rings is my favorite portrayal of a superpower in the Marvel universe so far. So, uh, you know, so in terms of what we saw on screen, uh, how they display the power of the Ten Rings. It's my favorite, like, on-screen superpower that I've seen. But it's weird because the Ten Rings that we saw, mm-hmm. they do two things that I'm aware of based on the movie, which is give long life mm-hmm. and then, you know, punch and a lot of, like, kinetic energy. And that's about it. But in the comics, you know, the Ten Rings are actual finger rings mm. and each one represents a different power that um the mandarin actually uses to control take over etc oh yeah, et yeah 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 uh, so i i don't know anything about the comics mm-hmm. um as per usual uh are you saying you can't read yeah, exactly. And also, I hate pictures. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, you hate pictures? <laughs> no. Why do you go and see the moving pictures then? <laughs> no. He likes the oh, smoothness can't of be. it. No, uh, uh, what I'm saying is, though, I loved that, yeah, that you can shoot the rings, you can use them as a whip, they use them as stepping stones. Uh, I just liked how it looked. And, yeah, I, you know, to me, the other powers in the MCU, they, you know, they, it, get, it feels a little slightly generic sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah, you, you got the circle, you got a hammer, you have a shield, and yeah, they can do cool things. The and frisbee shield, the, the shield physics that make no sense. Remember uh, Black Widow? Made of Anyone remember Black Widow with the 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 shield went down the escalator? Ben. Aerodynamics. <laughs> <laughs> we are so funny. Planes fly. Oh man! Oh, I didn't know the shield had a built-in you Engine. know uh, flat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I didn't know that. But yeah, so. I liked it. I like that. That's why I'm saying rings because that's Thanks. what stood out the most to me. So. Uh, because it's in the title of the movie. Got it. Okay. No, anyway, not that uh, at real all. Real quick. Did anyone else get a, you know a little bit of Sonic vibes? 
<laughs> I was wondering. I kind of there was there was yeah. one scene in particular. It's in the third act. Yep. when they're in Tao Lao, mm-hmm. and I believe. Wen Wu, after he shot Shang-Chi into the water... His father? He uses the rings to propel over, and then it comes back onto his uh, wrist. And it almost made it... It's, it almost sounded like the, like... Somebody should go oh, the back to Sonic put the, uh, the, the, Yeah, yeah, the ring noises. Well, that's awesome. And then, obviously, when it was going around Shang, you know, and it was in the gold oh, thing, yeah. very much like... It's like, that's cool. Sonic. Yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff. So is your one more impression going to be Sonic? No, that's, that's it's knuckles. Crazy. It's hedgehog. <laughs> oh, it should be knuckles. Uh, no, mine's gonna be uh, Ben. Dang, that was wait. Fuck did you? you that was gonna be mine. <laughs> uh, did you say Ben or band? Ben, Ben is it? <laughs> we're, getting the, we're getting the band back together. Ben, as in yeah, Uncle ben. ben. So Uncle Ben actually appears in this movie because <laughs> they couldn't apparently fit him into three Spider-Man movies. <laughs> No, uh, Ben, because Ben Kingsley is a true uh, delight in this movie. Um, oh that he, he shows up, and when he shows up, you're, you think it's going to be a cameo, but he becomes a full-on main character for the last third of the movie and actually has a, is, is vital to the plot in terms of them getting to Tao Lao, explaining a lot of stuff and connecting them until they can get to the uh, aunt character, their uh, their mother's sister, when they get there, so... Uh, he, he and he was delightful. Ben Kingsley is a is a generational talent, an amazing <laughs> actor, one who was slandered appropriately because of his Iron Man three <laughs> portrayal and just what? The, the the horrible the horribleness of that whole thing. Oh. And I, I love how they took that character, reclaimed it, and made this um, amazing. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, they continued it on in a different way. And also, the, he had that great line: "The Planet of the Apes yes. story is." Perhaps one of my favorite things I've seen in a movie, just in terms of like a character telling a story and talking about is his it motivation of trying to be. An would actor. it be the top Marvel gag? Probably. Maybe the top. You it's know, all there. like the little Marvel one-liners and jokes. Like, yeah. Know, what like, what else? Know, what like else how, is in contention? You know, like it. It, it reminds mm. me of like you know, in How I Met Your Mother, Barney always looks at the Karate Kid, and Ralph Macchio is sure. the bad guy. Mm. It's it's similar to that, in where Ben Kingsley's character sees that. Wait, he goes and he's Planet of the Apes in 1964-68, and his mother tells him that (laughs) the um, apes are acting, and he (laughs) takes it as not that people are (laughs) under there wearing prosthetics, (laughs) it's that they were able to train apes to act. (laughs) I thought if an ape could do that, what could I do? The uh, other cool thing, real quick, I was going to say earlier about Ben, so that Chris informed me that I had no idea, is that Ben Kingsley is half Indian. Yeah. I didn't realize his his, uh, his name is actually Krishna. Yeah. Which That's why weird. I actually dislike him a little oh, bit. Oh, that, that uh, makes sense. It's a stage name. It's a, Wait, He Chris would never have the gotten the roles. Well, you know, Ben is the stage name. The ben, yeah, Ben's his stage name. So. Have you guys, actually, you know, let's talk about that real quick, because this movie is the first... Big blo- big blockbuster superhero movie showcasing um, an Asian American actor as the lead. Mm. Um, the majority of the cast, if not yeah, the entire cast that we see who are all main characters are Asian. Yeah. Um, do you, for you guys growing up in America, did you ever once have the idea, especially like in the Hollywood industry, did you ever think to like change your name or like shorten your name to more of a Hello, cat. To more of a, an American name in order no. to get work. Nope. No. 
I was always like, even even for uh, even for like doing de- like delivery orders or going to like a restaurant or something when you have to put your name down, I always put Arjuna because like I love, I really like my name, and I only want to go by that. So it's just like yeah. So sometimes I would get nicknames like uh, I was called RJ in high school. I was called Junebug. RJ Brock. Yes, I was called RJ Brock. RJ specifically. Brock. What about I have car sit. I was called Junebug uh, a lot in work. Um, yeah, at two different spots. So you know, I I don't mind nicknames, but like I always want to go by my name, and uh, I think that's you know that's cool. Yeah, same. I think it's awesome that we're finally, you know, seeing. You know, um, Asian characters. We're also, you know, we get to see um, Camille Kumail Nanjani play. You know, a superhero in Eternals coming out First later this live year. Live action Indian superhero. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. It also gives me hope, but then I also have this realization that I will never be that fit to be a superhero. Hey, Kumail thought the same thing. But I feel like Did he? I feel like for us, you know, our first like Indian representation was M Night Shyamalan, right? Because he was like an Indian director. True. And he was someone that was like looked like us and, you know, was, you know, Indian American, kind of like we are because we're we we've obviously grown up here and and lived here a lot of our lives. So, it's just nice to have come from like M Night and now you have more and more representation as we've gotten older. So, it's uh who knows? Maybe we're going to inspire someone to be like, "Hey, we could, we could do, do a podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'm going to now give my one-word impression for Shang-Chi, which is going to be an experiment. experiment. <laughs> God. Wait, what? <laughs> experiment? The, the, the Pack. The Pack. Oh the infamous God. Bob Pack quote where he says that Shang-Chi is an experiment and to clarify, or he clarified, or the article clarifies what he meant by that, is Shang-Chi being released as a theatrical only release and not a simultaneous Disney Plus release was the experiment, not the idea. I don't believe, or I hope he didn't mean it in the sense of this is the first time we're trying an Asian <laughs> lead, you know, mostly Asian <laughs> cast, and hopefully he's smart. Hope for the best. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> you know, hope for that. To be the CEO of Disney, does your first name have to be Bob? Yes. Yes. So I'm going to legally change my name to... Bob, lowercase b, uppercase o, lowercase b. Bob is shor- short for Robert, which is short for Dick. Nope, that's, that's not that's true. <laughs> Richard. <laughs> Richard is Dick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which uh, th- it makes I, no I've sense. I've never understood that. Yeah, I don't understand some one. of them, but maybe yeah. that's just a different world. Yeah. Uh, but the other reason I use the word experiment or experiment, oh yeah, experiment, is uh, it's also kind of an experiment in the sense that they took – you know, they we are in the Marvel phases. We're at phase what four now, right? Yeah. They, this is this we, is and, and, this is movie number two, and overall like the fifth slash sixth property. If you add in what if of phase four, and what's interesting about this is it's truly an origin story, right? It is we are seeing the beginnings of a brand new superhero, brand new character. Um, you. You know, I'm I'm a little bit surprised that we are being introduced to new characters, which is always a good thing. Um, I'm a little surprised that we're being it's being done on like a big screen, yeah. and you know the payoff I think is huge. It's it's great. We're getting a really interesting, unique, cool character, and I think the best part about this character and and why I feel like I can relate to this character is that 
when it's late at night, instead of going home and being mature, <laughs> they go out and do karaoke. Yeah. And that's Which we've is done amazing. a couple of times. Oh, that that is, it time. is relatable. Oh, yeah. uh, we I used mean, to. Yeah, it, what's interesting now. about the MCU right now, especially when you look at Phase 4 and you talked about like the new characters on the screen. Black Widow is kind of like a half-origin movie for uh, Yelena. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her character, it's, it kind of introduces her to the MCU. She's going to be a big player in it. Shang-Chi obviously introduces Shang. Uh, Katie, it seems like, is going to be a part of the MCU as well. She's going to be the new Hawkeye. Uh, <laughs> maybe she's going to show up in Hawkeye, teach him how to shoot it. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, and then, you, obviously, the Eternals is coming, so that's going to introduce a whole bunch of new characters. So these first three movies are all kind of new characters versus the first three Marvel shows are all established characters, right? WandaVision for Wanda, um, Falcon and Winter Soldier for Falcon and, and the Winter Soldier, Loki for Loki. So but they it's, are, it's interesting sti- how they kind yeah, of Yeah, but they're still out. introducing new characters as well. Sure. Um, but it, it's not, in, the, in, in the, the Disney Plus shows, it's not brand new characters in terms of lead, origin, exactly. right. new characters. Versus like the movies are doing actual origin movies. It's almost like they're going back to phase one a little bit. Yeah, which is kind of nice. It's a nice surprise. And thank you, Bob, for that amazing word, experiment. Wait, we, we knew new characters were coming. Yeah, no, I know that, but yeah, it's just nice to see but it now work he knows out it. Oh. at night. Yeah. Oh, okay. As always, Arjuna does his DVD chapter <laughs> listing. <laughs> this, one's I, uh, this one's a beast. I actually always believed Arjuna would do it right after he saw the movie. I discovered today when I jumped on our outline to look at some notes that he doesn't. He no. does it just before the podcast. Yeah. No, not always. It you de- liar. I, I, it depends. <laughs> Sometimes it depends. If it, When we do TV shows, it's like I'll normally do a second viewing, and while I'm watching it, I'll do it as I'm watching. But in a movie theater, I don't want to pull out my phone and be like, Oh, yeah. As soon as the you credits should. roll, you, you should. Absolutely you should. should. Yeah. You should. In fact, you know, before you leave today, I'm going to give you a notepad and pen. You were to take that notepad and pen anytime you see a brand new movie, and when the credits start rolling, you fucking write the goddamn chapter listings. Oh, wow. And if I don't see the chapter listings on paper, I know you faked it. Fake it till you make it, baby. There you go. Wait, no. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> as, as always, Krishna is going to read Aww. the DVD chapter listings, and he is going to do it in There's the only one choice here. Yes, Ben Kingsley's what? accent. What? When he's the Mandarin in Iron Man 3. I no, don't remember I was that gonna accent. Do this, like, a, 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 never, oh, there, there's a direct line from Iron Man 3 in this chapter yeah, listing. never. But I don't remember. Coming. Is that how he sounds? Yes. Yeah. You don't remember that? It's so iconic. It's iconic. Never the trailer was iconic because everyone's like, oh, my. I did, but I I haven't seen the movie or the trailer since the year it came out. Which which 2005. Anyone else really want to no, watch Iron Man? Th- it's 2013. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not that long ago. I, I kind of really it's wanted to rewatch Iron Man 3 after seeing No! <laughs> just for... They did it. Just they for Ben Kingsley's character. They you know? tricked you. Anyway, Krishna, let's, let's hear it. How does the voice go again? Give it to me again. They'll never, never see me coming. Oh, so he sounds like this. Yes. That's the voice he All right. On. Here's Arjuna's DVD chapter listing. Whiplash on a horse. Love at first punch. Joy rides. Hey, what's up? Welcome to my bus. Beef. Oh, wait. Uh, it's supposed to be vegetarian, not chicken. Mm. Beef or vegetarian? Take off your shirt. A man in a kabuki mask. <laughs> Sorry, I love the word kabuki. 
<laughs> if anyone here it's has a great, seen, it's a very uh, pleasing. If word anyone here has seen the me. animated movie Big Hero Six, there's oh. a scene where the main character goes to the police officers and tells them that he saw this man at Kabuki Mask, and the cop is like, "Let me get this straight: a man oh, yeah. in a Kabuki mask, <laughs> Kabuki, <laughs> Kabuki." It's a great, it's a great word. Water bending. Oh, yeah, You'll definitely. never see me coming. Coming. Pac Man in the jungle. CGI land. Sorry, I don't know why that's funny, but it is. <laughs> CGI land. Welcome to Tao Lo. <laughs> CGI, CGI land. The land of CGI. Training mode. Is this what you wanted? <laughs> Daddy, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Game of Dragons. Sponsored by Venmo. What? What? I don't understand the Venmo reference. At the very end of the movie, he's like, "I'll Venmo you." Oh, wow! For the, drink. For the drink. Interesting. So he he didn't use Cash wow, wow, App, wow, wow, didn't wow, use wow. PayPal. Venmo. Uh, you didn't include any chapter listings for the uh, mid mid and after credits uh, scenes. I know. Yeah, because yeah. this is for the just the, the film. The chap- a DVD chapter listing would not have the after credits. That's a great. Scene, right, well done. Well, well done. if you were to give a chapter listing on the spot, what would you give the first and uh, uh, mid credits and end end credit scene and then the last end credit scene? Oh, that's easy. Alcoholics Anonymous. Nice. <laughs> <to> the first <laughs> one. <Yeah>. Amazing. It's <laughs> fucked up, but amazing. Uh, and the second one would be. Edgy. No, it should be just ten rings. <laughs> I was gonna, I, I ten been, rings. I would have been like uh I would have called the last the second Emo. um the second end credit scene, I would have called it Saints Row. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, <laughs> that's I a see good one. It. Oh that's actually I saw I think there's a Saints Row coming. Yeah, there is a there's a remake. Yes. Uh, uh, what, get a remake? Yes, it's a remake uh, of uh the first one? I think I the first one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the last one was batshit crazy because you were in space. There's like four of them? Aren't they four. supposed to be insane? Like it's insane GTA, right? Anyway, well, something topic. like that. Something like that. Right. So yeah. Uh I, I would say <laughs> in terms yeah. of our Juna's rating our Juna's DVD chapter listing. I'll give this a four just because I've learned the truth. And then in Christian's wow. reading, I would give that a six. Wow. Uh, you could have really honed in more. In terms I don't of know the voice. I'm going off of your impression. I was actually really proud of this one. You did it just before. I know, but I thought about it. It was like I wrote them down, but Show I had not thinking the notes. about it. Oh, man. It's all up here. No, the notes. You I don't want to see up here. I liked, <laughs> I liked water bending, but you should have included air bending as well. Yeah, air bending would have been Air bending was, was the like water the water bending. As soon as included in training mode. Yeah, but... As I couldn't <laughs> do training mode and air bending, okay? But, but and air know. bending would have been duplicative of water bending. Yeah. You're welcome nope. that I think about That's not trying true. to vary this shit up. No, 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 no. <laughs> so air bending appears very early on in the movie. That's what love at first punch is. That's what's great about that because they fall in love and they're punching each other. Uh, I like I like love. And that has to do uh, with airbending how? Well, she kind of does like she, the wind. She uses airbending air to beat Oh, them. she does. But yeah. your chapter listing doesn't mention that. I, I know. I didn't put that in there. That's what I'm saying. I did love at first punch. Yeah, I, I couldn't wanted, do that I wanted and airbending air at the same time. And he's, okay, he let's, let's get back. See, into you're the, welcome, America. Let's get back into the movie and not Avatar. Okay, the movie is called Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. A fucking Avatar. And what about Avatar, Avatar the Last Airbender? No, 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 no. Avatar no. 2. Now, I, would, I do want to bring up this point real quick. So before... Before we dive into, you know, more characters in the actual movie, I love to play the game of, you know, talking the politics of Hollywood. I love bringing up lawsuits because that's fucking hilarious. Now, currently, there is a lawsuit between uh, Scarlett Johansson and... ScarJo. ScarJo and Disney 
over Bob. the lost royalties of Black Rid- Widow's release being released both on in uh, theaters and on Disney Plus. Basically, the claims of the lawsuit um, are is that she, you know she lost funds because of the Disney Plus release. It decreased the chances of box office. Why I bring this up is because Black Widow. There, just like Shang Chi, there is an expectation when the lead is not a white male that the box office numbers are going to be lower, right? Because it's not a white male; it's an Asian lead, it's a female lead, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Black Widow, unfortunately, was not the best of movies. Um, maybe <laughs> we did all like it though. We all we did all, say yeah, it was we good. We all it said it was good. It was all the good. Worst. You know, but when you compare <laughs> the box office numbers, you know, dis- to other COVID films, it's not up there. It's not below there. It's just kind of average, right? Sure. Definitely not pre-COVID numbers. Um, Nothing is. What is interesting yeah. though is the Thursday night preview. Yep. The numbers for Black Widow are what around thirteen point. It's like twelve point one million. They got on the Thursday, which was like really high. So they actually for a Thursday, yeah, they thought the movie was going to do really well. And then Shang Chi, as of the taping of this podcast, the Thursday night num- preview numbers that came out are eight point eight million. Right. So it's not doing as well. So what's interesting with this is if let's say Shang Chi does less than the global or the total box office numbers of Black Widow. Scar Joe's uh, lawsuit, unfortunately, doesn't make a lot of sense because even if Shang Chi was released simultaneously with right. with the theatrical release, you it's could make the right. argument that the box office numbers were never going to change because again, it comes down to the consumer. And right now, most consumers are being smart uh, and are living, unfortunately, in areas where COVID cases are just through the fucking roof. So it doesn't make sense, and they're not you know lucky enough to go and see right. The movies in uh, theaters. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is also a report that came out today. Uh, the taping of this podcast is Friday evening, uh, accounting in for midday Friday, and proc. You know, uh, looking at what the pre-sales for Saturday and Sunday were, they predict it's going to be about sixty plus million domestically for Shang Chi, which is above what predictions were, and apparently smashes some type of Labor Day weekend. weekend yeah, um, box office return. So uh, you know, obviously those are just projections like we actually have to see how much money Mm -hmm. it really makes but Um, again it's interesting with this whole thing like a couple of uh, websites the verge put out an article where they titled it uh very clickbait title but it was like shang chi will never is was destined to fail and the reason is because their argument (laughs) is because of where the world is right now we're in a pandemic um people are taking every singer every single um Every single thing or issue they're making it, you know, pol- political, you know, people are getting in each other's throats about nothing, essentially. Um, and Marvel, unfortunately, they set this up where they had to release the movie roughly now-ish because if they didn't, um, you know, it delays everything else, which could have a larger, bigger financial impact as opposed to one or two movies. Because if this doesn't come out, based on what we see at the end, we can make the argument that that post credit scene where it's Alcoholics Anonymous with Shang-Chi, Katie, Wong, Captain Marvel, and the Hulk, we get a very zoomed in on the on the rings and we see some kind of pulse happening, which one would theorize is maybe it's alerting something related to the Eternals. Um, who knows? Colors are match, for sure. Celest- or something with the Celestials, who knows? Because uh, they don't know where the rings come from. Now, in the comics, the rings come from some alien race, some dragon... Aliens, dragon aliens. They're dragon aliens. Yeah, which I mean, you kind of have those dragon aliens in here. The the soul sucker. Uh, I mean, (laughs) that's what they call it. They call it the soul soul sucker. sucker. Um, sucker. 
that, you know, the, the, the soul sucker, they think they said came down to Tao Lao. So that indicates to me it's like maybe came from space, maybe has some type of extraterrestrial type of origin. They don't really explain much about um, their guardian, either their dragon. They said it appeared. The protector. The protector. But they don't, they don't say if it was like always in the land, it just appeared from the land or also came down from the sky. So, I mean, I think they're leaving it open-ended, obviously, to explain in the Disney Plus show. Mm-hmm. Didn't Captain Marvel say, though, that there was no alien tech she'd seen? Correct. Sure, but Captain Marvel, again, she's not the... She hasn't seen it, but she's only been around for 30-something years in space. The 90s. The 90s. Yeah, so about 30 years or whatever. Yeah. So she hasn't seen everything in space. And, you know, even when we're, we get the prologue in the beginning about... Um, how do you say his Wen name? Wen Wu. Wen Wu and how he gets the Ten Rings. There's, you know, conflicting stories, you know, in a tomb, um, found it in a, hole. in a hole. Like, we don't know the true nature of where he got the, the rings from. That's a good point. Um, I, yeah, I, I mean, I have a theory, and, uh, you know, seeing the movie, it made me feel like, especially with that after credit scene, did they travel to another universe, right? Did they travel to... You know, we know the multiverse is here. And even Wait, I, when you say they, who... So when they go to Tao Lao, right? They go through, gotcha. like, a water portal that's very similar to the Doctor Strange type of portals that they make. Mm-hmm. Um, but just water, right? And um, their aunt, uh, Ying, Yan, Ying Nan, talks a lot about in your universe, mm-hmm. right? And there's a lot of the Marvel buzzy keywords they like to use. They use realm. They use universe, they use realm, and they use dimension in uh, in the <laughs> movie, right? Which realm is obviously very akin to Thor, where they talk about the nine realms. Dimension is very akin to Doctor Strange, where they talk about the different dimensions, the, you know, the, the quantum dimension and all this type of stuff. And then the universe stuff is obviously relatively is newer with like Loki now introducing the multiverse. Obviously we have a movie that has the word multiverse in it. We have the Spider-Man movie where the multiverse is, is clearly a thing. Um, is it, if this is another fake out, like uh far from home, that would be hilarious. No, but well, I guess the question is, I know we're, uh, we're talking now, Spider-Man far from home, sure. the trailer that finally came out. Yeah. Um, no way home. No way home, but when when is there a mention of a multiverse in that trailer? Doctor Strange, Stephen says the the multiverse is something we know very little about. Mm. It's a direct quote as he's doing the spell, and then he's like, "So we are, are we sure that is um, Doctor Strange?" Strange and we not, don't know, and not Mephisto. <laughs> Dumamu, it's I've Dumamu. Come to Bart. <laughs> no, Dumamu is stuck in a time loop. He is. He is stuck in a time loop. Yes. Well, that's, how, that's how Doctor Strange. I totally forget Doctor Strange. <laughs> we all do. I, uh, it's a great movie. I want to rewatch it though. Let's yeah. watch it right now. I have a feeling it's let's better just than the I remember. Let's stop the pod and go do it. I stopped it. What? <laughs> oh, no, let's go. <laughs> we'll be back, everyone. <laughs> but so, what? What do you think? Do you think Talo is another universe? The way I kind of look at Talo is the same way that we look at Asgard and the realms, where it's in our little like if our universe is in our physical. It, universe. If this is our universe, everything in my hand. Right. Tao, Lo, Asgard, they're all here, right? It's just how you you get there and the road you choose to get there is a little bit wonky and different. Sure. And I also think the inhabitants of Tao, Lo, they're not, you know, they're telling us information that they've heard. That doesn't mean that information is correct. Right. Right? We, nothing, just because they have a really cool hallway with cool wooden 
figures and right. storytelling <laughs> and, and doing think, the classic yeah. Marvel info dump. I did think an interesting line was she said before the Soul Suckers came, Talo used to be a, a, a huge land with cities much more advanced than anything you have, right? So yep. I think it indicates that those cities don't exist anymore, that the Soul Suckers must have destroyed them. All um, 20 of the Soul Suckers, right? But what, uh, but uh, what I wonder what that means is, like, when they say bigger cities, does it mean they had... Because they're... Even though they have, like, the dragon scale armor and weapons, they're still fairly, quote-unquote, primitive, right? They don't have a lot of tech. You know, they have a lot of physical weapons. They obviously have the airbending magic type of stuff. But I wonder if with a much a much more advanced civilization, that has regressed a little. Hmm. So. I don't know. That, that's that's uh, just something to think about and, and kind of wonder when it comes to this, but... I think Marvel left it open-ended so someone else can decide later on and they can kind of yeah. fit it into any it's of It's also buckets. like, but like, remember Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and they introduced the Inhumans and then there was the entire Inhumans six-episode mm. thing that happened and then that was just whatever. And the Inhumans sure. also lived on Earth, but like it felt like a different realm and they were also super advanced. Wait, I what show is this? Inhumans? The ABC show. ABC. Did oh, it. I never watched that. Was it good? I didn't bother. Uh, I think all the, all those are considered like non-canon. Oh, until like Kevin Feige comes out and says it, I'm just gonna assume it's not canon. James not Gunn watch it came out and said it. James did he? Gunn. He did. He had a tweet where somebody asked him about the Netflix shows, the Agents of Shield, and he's like, "I can tell you for a fact that the directors and all the like producers and stuff for the movies have never considered any of those shows canon." Wow. Well, if there you go, then I guess that's something. It'd probably be too complicated. Speaking about Do things that, that are complicated. Oh, my God. One thing that is now a common practice whenever you see an MCU property <laughs> is you ask two questions, and two questions only. Oh. When the fuck does this take place in the current MCU timeline? And then was that person <laughs> or those people or those individuals flipped? I mean, it's a great. Qu- I mean, those are the only questions you really care end about. Game, end game, Infinity War and Endgame were impactful enough where it's just like a question on your mind. Like, Definitely, were they? No, I agree. <laughs> now, the question that we have were uh, was Shang Chi was Katie was Katie's family was uh, the leader of the Ten Rings organization, Wenwu, yeah, or like hell, most of the Ten Rings organization. Were any of these individuals blipped? And then, there, yeah. And the other question is, what were they doing during those ten year that ten year period? So Arjuna has written down some facts, yes. a lot so of facts, facts, facts. Now, I guess well, the I guess the big the question. The first one is an assumption. Well, yes. okay, so the first one is an assumption based off of when Wenwu goes after mm-hmm. the to looking for Tao Lao. It's that was in ninety six. Yes. Right? So depending on we got the classic. Title right. of nineteen ninety, but we don't even, know. What we don't know is how long it took for uh, Wen Wu and um, Shang Chi's mother to fall in love, leave, and have Shang Chi. Right now, you is it the same year? Like, is it? Er- we don't know if it's early ninety six, late ninety six. How many years that takes? It could be up until it stuff. could take six years. It could. Yeah, be, we could really like, don't know. We yeah. really like. There's there's but, no indication. Yeah. Uh, so, but what follows from that one assumption? Yes, you can go in any direction. Because right. uh, you can finagle the numbers any way you want based right. on when they're born. I mean, He's one born. one thing, though, that a kind of works, kind of doesn't work, is we know based when uh, Shang and Katie are talking to their friends, you know, they're talking about how 
you know, those who became friends. And when Sean came to America, somebody called him the um, Gungan style style kid, which we know came out, you know, in the real world in 2013. Again, we don't know when it came out in that show, but you could use that as kind of an anchor point. Yeah, real life references. And if that's like the anchor point, then you could make the assumption in in 2013, let's say he's 14, Right. right? And then let's blast it off to 2021. That's. Well, this movie would take place in 23, though. Right. 2023. So that's 10 years later. Yeah. So which would put him 20. That's that the present. That would, that's the 20, that would make him 24. That would make him 24. But we don't know at the time of the events of Shang-Chi what his current age is. So he could be 24. He could be 29. And then that would basically be the deciding factor of was he blipped or was he not blipped. Right. Oh, I lied about that. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> Wow. So a lot of assumptions going on. It is a fun, like, thought experiment. It's definitely a thought experiment. I think definitive proof. His father mentions watching him for 10 years, but never once that he disappeared off the face of the earth. Unless they both disappeared. Yeah, unless they all disappeared. (laughs) Which could happen. I mean, think about about how how convenient they've done it for movies, right? Like, for Spider-Man, Peter and all his friends were yeah, blipped. Yeah, all know? his friends. All the main characters yeah. of Spider-Man were blipped. blipped. Yep. Uh, so th- they could have so worked ridiculous. it that way, too, you know? So yeah. they, I, I think it's something – it's it's interesting, I think, too, because, like, even on the creative side, because we like to talk about, you know, when they make these scripts and when they're making these movies, it's like – so it's a thing they have to think about, right? And it's something that you have to be intentional about and, like, kind of – you know, kind of be able to set. I mean, you also now have this multiverse thing where, as Michael pointed out in the movie, they could just say it's a different universe. Like, it's just a different timeline. Again, you know, the, multi- really again the multiverse <laughs> thing, that, uh, the multiverse thing is something like the fans are talking more about as sure. opposed to the creatives, right? Right, for sure. And then, uh, back to the whole being blipped and not blipped, the director did say they purposely just kind of left it open because Mm. there was so much Shang-Chi story to tell that it didn't feel super important. And I kind of agree with that because it goes back to like this whole blip thing, right? If this movie is supposedly around the events of Spider-Man far from home. Yeah. Far away. No way home. Um, That's about eight, nine months after the, you know, being blipped back into existence, you know, a world that's trying to heal and move on. They're not going to spend every waking moment talking about it. Even like right now with COVID, when COVID first started and you spoke to people, the entire conversation was, what are you doing? What bread are you making? What start are you getting? Like all the typical COVID things. We're a year and a half later. Sure. But for the most part, people aren't saying like, what were you doing at the start of COVID anymore? That conversation is kind of moved past it. So I would imagine in this world, granted that's a Way bigger fucking thing, and it is still mentioned. It is mentioned. It is definitely mentioned. Conversa- it's definitely mentioned. Conversation, but I don't think it would be something where it's like we have to talk about it all the time because this is a movie. No, I don't think that you have yeah. to talk about it in the movie. But I think from the creative background, when you're kind of shaping the characters, that has to be part of the conversation, right? Because that it's a big event that would still have some type of impact, even if it's as simple as. They're five years older or five years younger. younger yeah. That's an impact on the character, right? Like whether they lost is, friends are for they, five years. Right. Are I they mean, early twenties or are they mid twenties? Right. Yeah. Have have they been valet parkers for all the if they were around, were they valet were they doing valet for five years? Like, you know, that's part of, I'd that's like part to, of what goes into I'd it. I'd like too, to imagine you know? if they were around for five years that they wouldn't have been valet parker valet 
Parkers? Parking? Parker. What <laughs> valet, valet attendance. Yeah. Um, because then it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Or because what it would mean is like before the blip, they were valet parkers, par- valet attendants. The blip happens. They did something for five years. And then for some reason, they got back into valet attending. Like, I mean, that's, that's all. That's the, all wild. they know. Yeah. And all they wanted to do that's, was that's, drive cars that's and park crazy. Them. Uh, I mean, they, that was yeah. what they wanted to do at the beginning. Yeah. Is, they had no, what they were. They about. had no motivation to do anything else, or they just didn't want to do anything. Which else. Which I personally thought was really funny, <laughs> and and, uh, and you know, it was like a, it was like a cool like character, uh, you know, thing. It's like, oh, you know what? These they don't have any ambitions. It's, it's cool. Now, obviously, with Shang Chi, maybe it was a little bit different. Perhaps he was he using was it as cover, yeah. and you know, he was just trying to keep Shang a low profile. Chi was hiding as Sean. As Sean, yes, he was hiding yeah. his. His his big secret that he loves Aquafina. Actually, let's talk about that. Yeah, mm. some of the characters. Most yeah. most of the uh, most of the time when you see a movie with a, a male and a female character, and there's a lot of like action and intense sequences, they end up falling in love. We know that these two characters have been friends for ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something there, though. Right? There's definitely I mean, something there, but it, there wasn't. It, it didn't end where it's like I love you and they're kissing and yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Um. Okay. Not okay. Who cares? No, I think that's great. I think. It, I think. I think they're playing the long con. Yeah, I think it's good too because it's a really. There's a lot happening in this movie, right? As, as we haven't necessarily talked about the whole movie at the movie as a whole, but um, there's a ton going on. You're introducing a whole bunch of new characters. You're introducing Shang, then you introduce the Ten Rings. Oh, and then you also introduce this mystical land called Tao Lao. CGI and everything land. that's going you also know, going his on sister, which we haven't even right. His about. sister is, is a huge thing. You, you have his dad, who's ten thousand years old or something, you know. Um, so there's a ton of elements <laughs> and a ton, a ton of ground cover, and, and kind of similar to the uh, the blip conversation, right? In terms of like having it be a focal point of the movie, like it's just too much to add in if you make that a focal point. But it's more of a background thing. Like there are just these little subtle things on the bus. He only starts fighting when they slam Katie's head into the window. Right. right? When he, that's when he gets defensive. He gets the fists, you know, into the the ball, you know, all scrunched up because that's his assassin mm-hmm. training kind of coming in, and then he's he's really fighting, right? Um, <laughs> so so yeah, I think I think they handled it well. Like it wasn't this thing that they had to fall in love and then they kiss at the end and they, you know, get married and then they have little Shang Chi Junior and. <laughs> And he gets the eleventh ring. It'd be called Shang Chi and the Legend of the Eleven Rings. What the know? fuck? <laughs> that's like you know that's 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 how that's how it used to go. I feel like with uh, I will you say, know action movies. I say, I'll say they did a good job. <laughs> they did a really good job with you know Katie Aquafina's character yeah. Katie and yeah, Shang Chi. They did not do a good job with Shang Chi and his sister. Like in mm. the first half of the movie, they did a really good job showcasing like these two kids. They had it really really fucked up. And then Shang-Chi did his thing, abandoned his sister. There's definitely issues there. But by the end of the movie, it feels like instead of them coming together and either having a moment or doing anything, it was just more of we're going to go solve this Tao Lo problem and then that's it. We don't have any kind of after thing except for my sister's going dismantling my dad's organization. Let me just get this straight. Yes. Are you advocating that you wanted to see more character development with between these two those, characters? Yeah, between that, yes. Is this, is this, is this a was a good first, Juno? No. No, he, actually, he, I feel like in the last year, specifically, he's come oh. around more to character development. Wow, but you, it makes Ravi, sense. Your yes, character has developed Shut the into fuck. someone who likes character uh, development. But I will, I will say this. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't think this movie is perfect and I think 
you know, speaking of the a lot of things going on, like the relationship between Sean and his dad, the relationship between Sean and Katie, the relationship between Sean and his sister was the one that suffered because of all because of this of stuff ones, kind yeah. of going on. Yep. And I thought it started off really well. I loved the fight when they're in the club. You know, and they have the fight, and it's great fight sequence, and she does the kick. She knocks him out, the slow-mo shot. All <laughs> gr- like, great stuff. I was like, wow, this is going to be really cool. I'm really excited to see what they do. And then I think from there, it just, yeah, it just doesn't really develop. And it it reminded, it was kind of, going back to Black Widow, it reminded me a little bit of the focus of that movie um, is... Family. Is... <laughs> Is uh, Natasha's relationship with uh, Yelena, right? right? And mm-hmm. and their sisterly bond. And this one kind of tried to do that a little bit, but it was just pushed. It, it just was kept off to getting the side, pushed, you yeah. know? And it almost felt like Yelena and um, Shang's sister kind of ended in a similar way. How do you pronounce way. her name? Uh, her It's uh, Zilin. Zilin? Zilin. Zilin. But I'm just going to say Shang's sister because I don't want to mispronounce sure, her name. Yeah. Um, they ended in a similar way where they, they end up helping their, you know, their, their sibling and they right. help, quote unquote, save the world in some way. But they're not necessarily like wholly good, right? right. She's still running. She was doing a, like a, an illegal empire, a fight club, right, to make money. And it seems like she's taking over the Ten Rings to kind of. Technically, what was the illegal that. about it? Just because it's streamed on the dark web doesn't mean it's illegal. Because remember, as Shang-Chi's going up the elevator, he does sign. It's sure. not like he's being forced. Sure. And from what, what we see, nobody's uh, being forced we'll, to fight. We'll get to Wong. We're not, nobody's being forced to fight, and nobody's being murdered. Sure. So I don't know if it's necessarily illegal. Yeah. But again, this is a Disney be. property and a Marvel thing. Sure. And side tangent thing here. like You're seeing like what felt like a really cool martial arts... like. It felt like a very awesome, like early, not early, but like old school, like Chinese. There's a reason for that. martial arts film, but in those films, it was way more brutal, right? And it was made. It felt more real. This felt like the more kind of like happy-go-lucky Disney-fied version. Well, so I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but the all the the fight sequences and the fight choreography were done by Jackie Chan's um, fight team. Yep. Wow. So he has his own team, and and that's why a lot of the fights, you know, kind of had that. That Jackie Chan feel. Or even awesome. Even some of the imagery was similar too. Like the bus fight reminded me a little mm. bit of like Rush Hour One when mm. they fight on the bus. The the fight where they're on the scaffolding yeah. and stuff reminded me a little bit of Rush Hour Two. Rush Hour Two yeah. for when sure. they're in yeah. China, yeah. So um I liked that they were able to utilize some of that stuff. Um and I mean those fight sequences were just uh, incredible, um, in a lot of ways. So basically we're are we saying Shang Chi was a Disney Jackie Chan film? Yes. Where it's like they can't show like the necessarily <laughs> the violence and like the realism of like what would happen in, like the real world in terms of the violence, but instead it's like I run my underground illegal fight club, but everything's up to code. Do you think they offered Wen the Wu? elevator wasn't? Do you think they offered? <laughs> do you guys think they offered? Uh, do you think they offered Wenwu to Jackie Chan first? He turned it down. <laughs> no, I don't know. Is there a I don't, thing? I don't, th- th- I don't think so. <laughs> well, maybe I don't. I maybe. mean, Jackie Chan's a great. He's a good, he's a great actor, great fight choreographer. He would not be. Good I don't think he would have been a good one for that role. That that's not like the a actor Jackie who plays Tony Goofy. Tony Loon. Tony yes, Lund. oh, he was great. Was amazing. You know yeah. what he's in, right? No. So the uh, the Chinese films that um, inspired The Departed. Internal, oh. Internal Affairs. Internal Affairs. Thank you. Is he the main character? He's one of them. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay, he might. Yeah, cool. Maybe. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, 
That's why, because I, I was like, I know th- where he's from, and I couldn't remember. He's, I mean, he was he was incredible, and I we've talked ad nauseum about Marvel and villain problems, but he was. They did uh, a great job. Upper tier, upper tier. I would say he was the villain. The real villain is family. The soul sucker. <laughs> the soul sucker. Yeah, yeah. family. <laughs> the soul suckers. They wanted to put their family back together. Yeah. So family was the problem. There you go. Family's the villain. <laughs> family also saved them. Hey, a family that soul sucks together <laughs> stays together. Ew. <laughs> what did you guys think of, like, his death? Uh, Bad. Agreed. Again, like, I'll say this right now. The first half of the movie was awesome. And we were lucky enough to see this movie in, in a theater, a packed theater, you know, opening night theaters. Like, everyone who has gone and seen a Marvel movie in the last, like, ten years knows that that's a different atmosphere, right? And you could tell in that theater, the first half, the audience was fucking loving it. Yeah. By the second half, and th- when you got to the info dump and the inevitable big fucking fight scene, the audience was like, okay, let's just let's just get to the post-credit scene now, right? And that that sucks. And I get that that is the, the Marvel thing, but I was really hoping that they would have not done that. And I'm not entirely sure how you would have fixed it, but... We got there, unfortunately, and, and like that end sequence was just whatever. Well, CG, it was just it was, it was a, a CG lot of CGI. Yeah, and it's a typical Marvel problem, yeah. honestly, where they just kind of devolve into like what they should have done is like the CGI battle. What they should have done is like the parts of that f- entire epic end battle that were interesting. The relationship that you saw between like Katie and like the warriors that was interesting. Focus more on that. And then, more importantly, like the fight sequence between Shang Chi and his father. But then that should have been the focal. Point. Introduce also mm. the daughter in there because the daughter also has her own shit she needs to deal with. That's right. like, true. And also, just from a logical standpoint, why the fuck? Like, <laughs> you know, your dad is this big bad guy. Why would why you would send both of them in? Like both the the kids. Don't go in, Mister Macho. Whatever. That made no fucking sense to me. Like that's just piss poor. Management plan, St- uh, strategic. It, it, yeah, I just feel like the the theme of the movie was, you know, the heart of the movie was this relationship between Chong and his dad. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you saw it all over the imagery. It was a big theme throughout the movie, and it it is a strange choice that the climactic fight isn't those two, right? Like he dies, and then it is CGI Monster One versus CGI Monster Two. <laughs> um, you know, these characters you meet very late in the game, and that is, like, the climax and the the conclusion of it. So I, I do wish that was handled well. I wish there was more of a conclusion. Like, I guess it was nice that he, like, saved himself for Shang. Like, he saved Shang and, and sacrificed himself. But then literally after he dies, it just feels like there is no type of resolution to that. Like, it, sh- it felt like it should have been a bigger moment. It's like, oh, he died, and they kind of, like... And, and they send longing. the candle. They send the candle yeah, off down the they, water. Yeah. And they have this like they they have this longing look at him right as they kind of fly away. And it's like battle, 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 battle. And then they do the thing. And then they immediately roll into the joke of you know Katie and Sean telling their their high school friend and her high school friend's husband or boyfriend <laughs> about like this whole thing. And then she's like, "Fuck you!" And then Wong comes through in his credits. Like, it, it doesn't feel like... It's not a good ending. It's just, it's so rushed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it felt like it should have lingered and had more impact, and it didn't. Even, like, a little, like, 
couple conversations or something. Sure. Or even like a visual like look or something. Yeah. A conversation with the sister. Like, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Our dad's dead. That's, <laughs> he did. that's weird. Yeah. That uh, would have been better. Speaking yeah. though, <laughs> speaking though, so Wong oh, was, his soul got sucked out. Wong, obviously, we see a bunch throughout this whole thing. <laughs> we see Wong, Wong during the the fights. <laughs> I love know, Wong during that the uh, illegal Fight Club, as Arjuna put it, uh, finding <laughs> abomination. But what we saw in the trailers, and this is what I like about Marvel trailers, they present a picture, and then you in your head decide that this is what's happening. Sure. Where we thought it was abomination fighting Wong and beating Wong. And then uh, Shang-Chi was going to fight Abomination. That's mm. how they kind of cut the trailer. Sometimes Marvel goes to the extreme, obviously, of just CGIing things out. This one <laughs> I liked because they didn't do that. And it was just they just recut it a certain way and sure. made, you know, made you think of a certain thing. But what was interesting, though, it seemed like Wong was training Abomination for mm. something. Yeah, there's a lot going on in that. What whole was it scene. called? Dark Avengers. Is Dark that Avengers. What, is Dark that Avengers. That Thunderbolts. Secret Avengers. Who? 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 Avengers. Who the fuck are the Thunderbolts? Was uh, this like? Was this like? Uh, <laughs> like that sounds like a. I don't know. So like, do you remember? What the hell is the so do you remember Val? Who? Val? Oh, Val. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is putting together a team, which is likely the Thunderbolts, which is basically a. Think of like oh. the Marvel version of Suicide Squad, where Thunderbolts. it is a lot of anti-heroes and qu- quote unquote villains that kind of come together in a team and do like. Well, one key thing though about them stuff they're right? all they're not like a tactical. They're all in like squad. roids. Yeah, <laughs> they're all roid raged. Wait, really? So like you know, secret um, what's secret wars. No, no um, Avengers. The fake Captain America. He, uh, Hail Hydra. Oh, John Walker. Yeah, but he oh. becomes secret. Oh, secret oh, agent. Uh, agent. Yeah. America. Secret, Secret agent. agent. So, like, he's obviously, <laughs> he's great for the program because he's roided out on the serum. Yeah. Um, and then Abomination is also roided out on. What about Yelena? What Yelena is What's she roided out on? I think Revenge? she's like an undercover agent, potentially. Uh. Maybe. I mean, I think all of these characters will be redeemed in some way or hopefully not. Um, but, but we'll see. I, I think what's, in, like, clearly Wong is up to something. And again, looking into, like, the Spider-Man trailer, right? He tells Doctor Strange, like, don't cast that spell on. He's about to go somewhere with <laughs> luggage and stuff. So, like, so he's I thought he was moves. Going on he's doing shit. Maybe. He's the new, he's the new uh, Nick Fury. He might be. Like, he, he's, <laughs> he's pulling. He, like, he's, I just, and he's it's clearly, just so funny. He's also clearly trusted enough with the remnants of the Avengers to, like, directly reach out to Captain Marvel and Bruce and have a conversation about, like, the rings and stuff and not include Strange into that conversation, right? He's not, he's not just, like, Strange's sidekick. He's kind of, like, his own. Well, here's the thing, though. His own entity. Available. But here's the I thing. I mean, yeah, I yeah. mean, likely Michael. Yes, like they probably just couldn't get Benedict for the, the cameo. Also, could be that too. Yes, yeah, because so. we don't really know when this takes place. The theory is it's around. They the don't time. either. Yeah. Yeah. So honestly, <laughs> the theory. I would be shocked. The theory is far from home, right? Is when this takes place sure. or around right that. around that. I would assume, like logically, like I'm thinking this takes place before Far From Home. So it goes. Wait, no, that's not my theory. My theory is after all of that. This takes place after Far From Home and after No Way Home. So the new Spider-Man that's coming out. This takes place after that. And and to Michael's point, yeah, um, Doctor Strange is in the multiverse or he's doing something. Well, you made a joke about it, but you're like, oh, Carol's hair is longer. But that's an indicator, too, because, like, her hair is shorter in Endgame. Yeah, but hair that doesn't take that long to grow. It takes, yeah, but it take a few months But she's also, like, mutated, so we don't know how long her hair takes to grow. Also, it could be a wig. 
why the fuck a superhero or is a different would universe? Need a wig? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or she could be a scroll. Or she could be a scroll. Or yeah. Yeah. Or it could be a video recording <laughs> from another period. I don't know. I don't know why. It's Captain Marvel. Who cares? But yeah, I, I, I am interested to see like what's happening with Abomination and Wong. We know Abomination is going to show up in uh, She-Hulk. So along he, with Bruce Banner. Along with Bruce Banner. Mm. So it's interesting we got both of them in the same movie. Now, is She-Hulk going to take place? We don't know when she... Well, again, we don't know when it takes place. We know nothing. I mean, there's also rumors that like Matt Murdock is going to show up in that series because yeah. he's a lawyer. And it's a show about lawyers. With superpowers. Do you think it's going to be like true law and order and they'll dun, even dun. do like their own version <laughs> they of the should. Dun, dun? They absolutely should that would do be pretty funny. a Marvel yeah. law and, and order. And when she gets she mad, she just crushes, Flips the crushes them. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a judge now. Boosh. Uh, speaking, actually, speaking, so Matt Murdock is Daredevil, right? Yes. Did anyone else, like, I kept watching Shang-Chi and I was like, you know what? This movie is missing as a total joke. The immortal Iron Fist. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted that, that stupid fuck. That fuck. What's his name? Randy? Rand? Ra- uh, Danny Rand. Danny Rand to Danny show Rand. up and be like, I am the immortal Iron Fist. And then Shang Chi, like, just punch him or something. Doesn't Danny Rand? He's also his. He learns from monks, also Kung in Lung. another realm yeah. as well. Kung Lung. Kung Lung. You know, you know, if yeah, I was if that Earth would... and I had all these fucking floating realms everywhere, I'd purge it. Be like, get off my planet. How? With what? I don't know. Earth is alive. Figure it out. What? Like what? Gundams? Real quick. Transformers? Uh, um, I, when I saw, so when I when I watched the movie and the bus scene was happening, the movie takes place in San Francisco, mm-hmm. which is the home to Ant Man. Mm-hmm. I like. I, oh, I, wow. I for some reason when like the the little plastic connector connecting the two cars of the bus was getting loose, I was like. I, Ant-Man's going to show up. I don't know why I kept thinking. <laughs> I'm like, he's just going to show up. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Could you imagine? He's that'd walking awesome. casually. Yeah, he's like, he's, he's going to, yeah, picking up some pizza. I'm like, I could see Paul Rudd just showing up right now. Like, you know, what else is Paul doing? Oh, absolutely. He's uh, hanging out with Will Ferrell. No, who, who is he hanging out with? Levy? Danny Levy? Dan Levy. There's a picture of Dan Levy and Paul Rudd at a restaurant. Mm. And it, the caption was like, Paul Rudd is 52. And you look at the picture and you're like, Paul Rudd looks like he's in his fucking 30s. Like, yeah. good for him. He's he's doing he's that Tom Brady cloning thing. <laughs> cloning? <laughs> oh, yeah, the clone show. Is oh, I want yeah. that Netflix show. That's oh, canceled. Man. Yeah, probably. It's, it's fake. It's on a streaming service. Uh, anyway, let's talk uh, some Easter eggs real quick before we get out of here. Um, Arjuna, you pointed out the first one. Yes. The, in the fighting pits, when they're looking through, there is a, a widow, a black widow, oh. uh, who actually was one of the actresses who played one of the widows in the Black Widow movie, fighting someone who s- appears to potentially have the extremist virus in them, which is from Iron Man 3, the the superpowered thing that makes you superpowered. You know, uh, Guy Pierce's character uses that. It's just another, like, Iron Man 3 illusion uh, <laughs> oh connection God. there. They really, wow. they really try to redeem Iron Man three in this movie. Yeah, I, I guess so. <laughs> and I'm, those, that was the one that I caught. I didn't catch anything else. So I the, saw a a screenshot. So like at one point, when um, when Wu is looking at his blue monitors, supposedly one of the screens, because it's a flashback, I believe, one of the screens is a, a still from the original Iron Man. When the terrorist group have Iron Man, yeah, because they are the Ten Rings, right? 
Right. So that was supposedly on the screen. I didn't catch it when when they were doing that entire that monologue. Make, I mean, stuff, that would make a lot of sense. Yep. Um, so wait, are you, is that implying that the Ten Rings were behind capturing Tony they, Stark? They helped, they helped allow it happen. Like uh, the terrorist group, well, because, they, they and, funded and them. And they were, in Iron Man 1, they are named the Ten Rings. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, I'm Be- sorry. Because, I forgot about because that. Because the or... Mandarin and the Ten Rings are also, like, in the comics, linked heavily to Iron Man, right? Yeah. Like, gotcha. the Mandarin villain is I Iron had... Man's big, one yeah. of his big uh, arch nemesis. So, I, yeah, I had no idea Ten Rings and Mandarin were connected. Yeah. I thought that was just for this movie. No. So the, I, the thing yeah. that was different about this movie versus the comics was making the Mandarin villain the father of yeah. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. That was not something that was done. And he's not even necessarily, he's not the Mandarin. Right. His name is Wen Wu. He's just he just go he's gone by what is it like the super killer or something? Yeah, yeah, he was listing yeah, his yeah, weird yeah. ass names. The, the Great Khan. Yeah. Uh yeah, it was it was weird. The immortal iron fist. <laughs> the immortal <laughs> iron fist. Uh guys, we gotta obviously oh, ask. Oh, wait, oh, there's ahead. a couple uh, the the big one I the big Easter egg or the big thing <laughs> I want to talk about is the Hulk. Mm. The Hulk? What about he, the Hulk? He's no longer smart Hulk. Right. He's human. Okay. Human. He's a variant. From I mean, a uh, this timeline. goes in, but this ties into my bold <laughs> predictions, which is let's figure out why with our bold predictions. Oh, all right, go yeah. ahead. No, because you go first then. There, so ahead. here's my theory. Here it is. We'll find out in another show. That's not a prediction. That's a cop. Also, it's bold predictions for Shang. Yeah, I know. MCU. Yeah, uh, I. I mean, the Hulk being no longer the Hulk. I don't think it is that big of a deal. Clearly, something happened, but beyond that. We I don't, don't know. Think I think this is a huge fucking deal because in yeah. Endgame, it's it's such a point of emphasis that they have combined and become one thing. It was like the Hulk's... Kevin Feige talked like every time it felt like he was in front of a mic about the Hulk's journey in this trilogy of mov- movies between Thor, Ragnarok, Infinity War, and Endgame. And the yep. end result is becoming Smart Hulk. And even like Endgame ends with him still as like Smart Hulk, right? Yes, so sure. It, I just thought it was such a wild choice that he's human again. Like, So did, I would say... The, Something's Did, happened, right? Yeah, right, and right, we're right. Gonna, we're going to find yeah. out what that is. Yeah. Great clue to it being a different timeline. Yeah, uh, <laughs> our producer is is convinced that he's a variant. I th- um, I think the big one is, again, we don't know how, like we don't, like Christian was saying this earlier, we don't know the mechanics of how he was able to even do become, a fusion, huh? Right. And sure. become one with, you know, Green Hulk. Yeah. Uh, I like to play, I, I think what's happened, and this is, uh, if we're doing just solely bull prediction, like how the Hulk became the Hulk, there. If you guys remember the 1990s animated Hulk show, there is an entire like mini arc where the Hulk separates from, from Bruce Banner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what's happened here. Yeah, is the two have separated for somehow for some reason because Bruce also in that the hollow thing he looks. Old as fuck. He looks old as fuck and, and like an alcoholic. He doesn't look healthy. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't look healthy at all. And I think that's because the Hulk has separated from him. And my pr- and uh, so to go back to your point as well, where they create the perfect Hulk being, right? Once Natasha dies, he probably doesn't feel the need to the need to like be that perfect being. He doesn't want to live forever, which is what like a product of being the Hulk is that mm-hmm. he's like invincible, indestructible. So he's like he's gonna give up that power. He's like he wants clearly maybe he wants to like trash himself. Maybe he's trying to like drink. Yeah, he's got a little death. like uh, pop be- beer belly. Going yeah, too. I mean, once he lost the love of his life, it's like maybe he tried to like. He's like, I'm gonna get rid of the Hulk and let him do his own thing. Maybe he was pulling the Hulk down. Do you, Do you have a Do you have a theory? Yes. On it I think or? it's probably tied in also to the gauntlet too. Like 
I think one, you know, oh, yeah. you know when he, he made the click and like his arm was super deteriorated. Well, it just looks like still a really bad burn. You know, it's still in a, it's still in a sling. <laughs> it doesn't look like it's burned in the you know in the hologram. It's hard to tell, obviously. Yeah. With, with it being a pretty quick shot and also a hologram, but I wonder if that had to do to be you know with something to do with it as well. Like you know, Endgame was the end for like all pretty much all of our original Avengers and like even though Hulk didn't die, it felt like he was quote unquote retired because of the injury. It's like so. a, do you remember Power Rangers specifically Power Billy? Rangers? Yeah, to Zio. <laughs> yeah. Billy no longer like because the blue ranger. He's just the scientist in the background yeah. and eventually leaves. I think you're right. That's what the Hulk is gonna become is just this, He's like, the brains. He's the brains of yeah. the operation. Yeah. yeah. They don't he does yeah, they don't want him to be the But I, I like the idea I mean, I like the idea that maybe there's a whole thing where the Hulk and him separated because inevitably then they're going to have to get back together. So what it could end up being is like the Hulk is away doing his own thing for a while and then we'll come back at some point when needed. And then, then we get some more Hulk stories. What if you're right and then the Hulk persona combines with his cousin and that's how she becomes She-Hulk? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't... Th- well, I mean, maybe. But the way that I've always looked at the Hulk thing leaving is it's his own thing yeah, yeah his course. own like humanoid thing walking around his cousin gets becomes she hulk because she's dying blood, of, blood transfusion and it's a blood transfusion and she gets the uh gamma right. radiated blood or whatever and that that's what happens there and maybe we'll get to see red hulk i definitely definitely because we've got um it's mentioned in black widow uh what's his face the military thunderbolt guy. ross yeah he's he's not looking good yeah yeah right yeah. they're definitely pushing that and now. again mm. maybe this all ties in where maybe thunderbolt ross pulled bruce pulled out the green hulk and it's using his blood or something i don't know what we do know though is bruce banner is going to show up in the she hulk uh disney plus series yeah. and that is supposed to come out i believe in 22 at some point I think it's filming. Right any ideas second. on any ideas on the timeline of that show when it takes place? 2020, 2020. In the 20s. Oh, so before Shang-Chi? No, uh, the, the year is 2020, 2020. Huh? It's that far into the future. <laughs> That's how many years we've Get the fuck out of here. It's not it's 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 now it's not four digits. It's six seven digits. Oh, <laughs> my god. Anyway, let's hear some bold predictions for Shang-Chi in the MCU. Ooh. Who wants to go first? Oh, I think Sean. he's going to show up in the next three Marvel movies in some sh- way, shape, or form. Okay, in the so next hold three? On, hold on. So the yes. next three would be The Eternals. Yep. Spider-Man Far From Home. No Way Home. No Way Home. That's going to confuse the fuck out of me. Well, they're all home, right? It's Homecoming. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Spider-Man yeah. and then uh, Doctor Strange. Correct. So you think Shang-Chi is in the next three Marvel movies? Yes. Wow. I, I, I think that they're seems be, excessive. I think they're going to be small. I don't think it's going to be anything more than like a cameo or the after credit scene. But I do think he's going to be involved. I think the way that this movie came out, specifically with the Ten Rings, it's positioning him to be an important player in the movies, and I think that will be part of the these next few movies. I'm stealing that, but I'm changing wow. a little bit. You and it's not it. going to be Shang-Chi. It's going to be Wong. Wong, because we actually already know that Wong is in Spider-Man. Well, he's in two of the movies already. Exactly. Wow. No, that's cool. No, that's bold. I win. no, you're not getting. That I win. You're not getting show that up in Eternals. Yeah, that's not a bold. That's not a bold prediction. Five, five, five. That's a wussy prediction. My bold prediction. Wong will die. There you go. <laughs> now you speak. Now you. My talking. bold prediction <laughs> is going to be you, that his friend Katie is going to get half the rings at some point. Ooh, five and five. Yeah, like, like they're going to get married and they share them. Okay. Uh, <gasps> oh, he's gonna propose with the rings. 
That'd be kind of cool. The Shang-Chi sequel is actually just a rom-com. And he Wait, has you said... 10 rings, and he has 10 people he could propose to, and he tries one, each one out with the rings, but then all the rings come together, and they all combine, and they, it's just Katie at the end. The rings do fit on fingers. They just can shrink? Big fingers. Uh, <laughs> Hulk fingers. Hulk fingers. <laughs> fingers. <laughs> That's great. Oh uh, no, but my, my board prediction would be that Katie is going to get, yeah, half, the, half the ring. Yeah, yeah. Aquafina. is going to be his future wife. Legend of the Five Rings. <laughs> the Legend two. of Eleven Rings. They got an eleventh ring to add Ooh. to it. That's the, that's the play on Chris, the Chris, your uh, bowl prediction? Uh, yeah, I think uh, I could be wrong because I don't know the details of the show. But um, uh, what's his name? Hawkeye? Uh, Ronan, I think, is going to be heavily involved with Shang Li's sister's Ten Rings organization. Oh. I think there's there should be easy... Tie in there, I would think. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Didn't maybe, maybe, maybe way. he joins the organization, or maybe he's going to be at odds with the organization. That's my bold prediction, real quick, for the uh, the Hawkeye show. It's Hawkeye show. It's not going to be good. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I think they are trying to manufacture it to make sure it is as good as possible. I'm going to so? put it up there with the same quality of Arrow season. Three. Oof. Well, it's not like, good. It's so it's premiering at the end of November, a couple of weeks after Eternals. So they could like whatever implications happen in Eternals could be revisited in Hawkeye, and then the Hawkeye series will go when Spider Man is released. So they could potentially try and do a Spider Man tie in mm. if they want, especially if it's like multiple. But we haven't seen like any like. Granted, the only. Yes, I guess the only Disney Plus series and movie that coincided was Loki and Black Widow. Yeah. We haven't seen it. So this would be the second series to coincide with the release of films. Right. Um, so maybe maybe you're right. There is a difference, though. So Widow is in the past. Filmed all pre pandemic. Yeah. Right. Uh, I believe part a lot of Shang-Chi was filmed last October. Spider-Man um, and Eternals were both also filmed, I believe, during part at least parts of it during the pandemic. So, in theory, you could do reshoots, especially, I think, with the Disney Plus shows, because um, they were also filmed in the pandemic, to match some stuff up if you needed to. That's true. Versus, like, Widow and Loki. I think most of Loki was filmed pre-pandemic. Maybe a little bit was post-pandemic. And all of Widow was pre-pandemic. So, yeah. it was a little harder to match That's up. That's why there's more explosions. That's why there's and the, a larger the fake fire. Explosions. There's also a larger uh, oh, armies quick, and man. troops. Real and quick, stuff. CGI better or worse in Black Widow or Shang Chi? Oh, Shang Chi was better. Shang Chi was better overall. It still had his big la- problems. When you made it to CGI yeah. land, it was not better. Well, no, well, definitely. But I'm saying overall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Black yeah. Widow had CGI problems throughout the entire thing. And also, yeah. I, I can't this get over that last scene of the or fire. the fight, the fight scene. The last fight scene in Black Widow is like the worst CGI in all of Marvel. It's so. Did you see bad. Black Panther driving through Tokyo? But that will. You need to go back and watch uh, Black shiny. Widow. It's so yeah. Shiny's fine. Marvel shiny. is shiny. Everything in Marvel is shiny. Shiny's fine. Fake fire in the a fire in the climactic bad. battle the fire scene. Is bad. It was awful. The fire, especially the fire when uh, Yelena like falls off. That fire <sighs> was, was was dog was, shit. The worst. Was, it was the worst. That looked like they like literally froze it. They took the paint app. They, they, <laughs> honestly, Windows they just, paint. It was they just used the little ugh. pen and paint filter. We go so and we find bad. out it's all real. 
<laughs> that would be confusing. Real sucks. It looks horrible. <laughs> Didn't I mean, Lauren send us an article? We've seen that before. Didn't Lauren send us an article about Ted Lasso and about... Uh, Roy oh, Kent's character. People yes. <laughs> legitimately think he's CGI. Yep. Like he's not a real human. People don't know what's real and what's not anymore. It sucks. <laughs> it would be amazing if he wasn't real. Uh, guys, it's that time. Just like how Shang-Chi ended abruptly, I'm going to end the pot abruptly. All matches. right, that's it. We're done. But this isn't the end of the pot. I know. That's what I'm, I'm getting into it. So here we go. As, I'm kidding. Arjuna, was Shang-Chi Legend of the Ten Rings Ben Kingsley's redemption arc and the new Grogu what level you talk toy. What about Morris? I know. We're Dude, sucked. the cutest Marvel character ever. Hey, hopefully we'll be getting some and then we can just hold them and then not talk about them still. Oh, my God. Nice. Well, Morris was great. He's a, he a cute little guy with no face. <laughs> it's a butt. And it's I don't a, know what it is. It's a butt. It's a face is a butt. He's sensitive about it. He doesn't like to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, because it's like rounded like a butt. It's you know, face is a butt. I feel like we also didn't talk enough about Trevor because he was like the MVP of this movie. Oh, yeah. um. So He's anyway, Arjuna, fight. was Shang-Chi Legend of the Ten Rings good? Uh, yeah, it was a good movie. Definitely not perfect. Definitely had some flaws. I am excited for the future of Shang's character. I think he's a great inclusion of the MCU and will be one of those characters that really continues to shine in more movies, as sequels, and all that type of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> oh man. Uh, so yeah, I, I liked it. It was good, but not great. <laughs> Cold wasn't good, you dumbass. <laughs> I, you know, I I thought I was gonna say no for a, a lot of wow. the, not necessarily today, but definitely when I thought about the movie. Like I was like, because you see it know. twice now, right? Yeah, I, I saw yeah. it twice, and the first time I saw it, I was like, it was good. When I, as soon as I finished it the first time, I was like, I really liked it. And then I like really started to think about it. And that third actress was like such a downer. Poor shit. It, it really brought down a lot. And I feel like left a lot of like really great stuff that in the first two thirds. Okay. Right, Can we get to Christian's? I'm really curious. Not great. So <laughs> ask him. Wait, ask him. I'm very curious. Christian, was Shang-Chi the legend of the 11 rings? Good. No, well, I haven't seen, I didn't see that movie. All right. What about yeah. the the prequel? <laughs> the Ten Rings. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. Oh, I Why? Why he said that? he yeah. liked it. He said yeah, he could yeah, keep yeah, up yeah. the farce. Uh, yeah. No, I. But I maybe that it. was the farce. Yeah. The, it was an, it was a great action movie. Um, you know, it's 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 a Marvel movie. You know, it's there's nothing. I'm not gonna go into this thing expecting the deepest thing of all time. I was very entertained. I definitely agree. The second half is was slow and. You know, it, and it re- it really slowed down once it hit that. Like the pacing in the second half was just so different than the first half. That being said, I still I still like the the climactic battle scene. Um, yeah, it wasn't perfect, but I enjoyed it. So it was good. So you're saying you won't be cosplaying? It's, it's one. Of, it is one of the best origin Marvel origin movies. Where'd you uh, fr- Where'd you guys rank it for the origin movies? I mean, Iron Man is probably the best. Um, Black Panther. No, Winter Soldier is the best origin story. That's not <laughs> for, for Winter Soldier. Yes, but <laughs> yes, the best though. Uh, the w- Winter Sol- the Winter Soldier. Uh, except it's not though. We saw Bucky in uh, first. Uh, yeah, but he wasn't Winter Soldier then. No, yeah, but, but you, you still no. you still saw you still saw his origin there. Uh, and Black Panther. Then, Black you, can, then you can make the argument that Black Panther is not origin story either because you see him fucking uh, Winter Soldier. That's a good point. Okay, uh, let's, let's maybe not, not origin story. The first, first solo movie. Yeah, movie sure. You know, it's up there. Which will so be the Iron, Winter Man, <laughs> it's Iron Man, Thor, uh, yeah. Captain, Captain America. America. It's better than Captain, Captain Marvel. Technically, the whole... Better than Captain Marvel. <laughs> a 
better than Hulk. Um, Doctor Strange. Captain Marvel, Strange. Um, I want to rewatch Loki. Strange. I think Strange is better Loki's than I show. remember. Yeah, but it's the first time we see that very But I could be novel. wrong. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, and then... I think uh, I liked Guardians? it more than... I think I well, liked I it more Guardians than... Guardians is a team-up movie, but would you consider that... It's their like origin movie. Yeah, it's, it's their, their origin, origin movie. Yeah. It's how they become the Guardians of the Galaxy. What about the first Disney Spider-Man? What's that called? Homecoming. Homecoming. Spider-Man. Homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah. I actually was not a big fan of Homecoming. So I, I would. I would... No, that's a team-up movie. But we're talking the first Solo. <laughs> solo. So anyway, you liked it. I you think it was better than Solo. The yeah. Star Wars story. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 No, Solo yes. was pretty good. 100% this movie's better than Solo. But you like Solo. Was it I good? Ravi, was Shang-Chi Legend of the Ten Rings good? After a lot of discussion, recording this podcast almost twice, and thinking about it in my chamber of solitude, the bathroom, I've come to the conclusion that this movie, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, was indeed... A fantastic movie. Therefore, good. Well, fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. What a roundabout way. Fantastic. Um, yes. It was a great it was a great film. I, again, it's I can overlook the <laughs> shitty second half of the movie, the info dump, the CGI clusterfuck. Because again, like Krishna said, it's a Marvel movie. You why is there a ring in there? That's weird. I don't know. <laughs> I just, whoa, <laughs> I found a ring. Is that your ring? Wait. This is a nice ring. Can I have it? It's wait, li- wait, let me see it. <laughs> yeah, it's literally right here in this plant. What the hell? Can I? I want it. No, it's mine now. Oh, I, no. I picked I it up. the ring. We found a ring. That's a social clip. <laughs> Anywho, we found a ring. And yeah, Shang-Chi was great. Everyone liked it. <laughs> and on that note, I'm going to end the podcast because I found a fucking ring. You don't want to do uh, our what if discussion? I think we've been going for quite a bit. I we think it could be real quick. It okay. was you guys are all wrong. It sucked. And uh, now you can end the podcast. Oh Go ahead. man. Uh, it I was liked, interesting. I like the what if the the big thing that I wanted to bring up was the idea that potentially so in this newest episode of what if Doctor Strange appears to be the potential villain known as Dumamu is as somebody had presented on Reddit. Wait, what? With the I- so basically the idea. Did you comes- not click the link in our outline? No, Christian doesn't read anything we present. I don't see the I'm outline noticing. until the the the, the actual. So recording. Christian, go ahead. You can read the this because you can see that. I cannot. Can Arjuna? Can you see that? No. So can you click on it? See if you can uh, zoom in. Can we enhance there? There you go. Okay. Can- you want me to read that? Yes. Crazy thought. What if? And hear me out. Here. This is how Dumamu comes to be. Maybe what we call the dark dimension is merely strange spending an eternity trying to recreate his reality, consuming other worlds, warping and twisting them to recreate his own, but in the process, destroying all resemblance of time to overcome the paradoxes such as creation, such creation entails. Spending so damn long trying to consume and twist, strange forgets, uh, and loses the very reason that he started all this, becoming only the consumption, only Dumamu. It kind of fits. It explains why Dumamu wants Earth so much, why time is something he doesn't have, he broke it, and why Dumamu also looks like Strange, aside from being the same actor. <coughs> so it's an interesting theory, and this was posted on Reddit from... Oh boy, I'm going to butcher his username, and I apologize. It's up here at the top, everyone can read it. Nope. Um, Definitely can't read that. <laughs> uh, Mr. Michael, can you read that for us? The uh, What, the name of the, the Reddit, Reddit user? Reddit user that put this or posted this? 
Oh, you can't see that. Never uh, mind. Never yeah. mind. Yeah, Sorry, it's fine. whoever you are. Um, but it was posted on Reddit on the Marvel Studio subreddit. It was kind of picked apart where people are throwing up different things in terms of, you know, it can't necessarily be Doctor Strange or that Doctor Strange because the time stone is used to kind of lock Dumamu in there and, and therefore, like, could that Doctor Strange or Dumamu break in? I don't know. There's a whole slew of things kind of competing, but it's kind of a nice thing where it could potentially be. And I was talking, I think, with Learman about this, where it's like, did they think when they wrote Doctor Strange that that was the case and this was going to happen? Uh, or do no. we think that the what-if <laughs> directors and writers thought then? I also think it's a no. I think it's just one of those things where it can be like a nice little happy coincidence. Yeah, I don't think you have to necessarily like say that it's all super, super connected. But overall, what-if episode four was kind of fun, was different from the other three that we've seen so far. Um, kind of important. We, the the Watcher uh, seemed to that interact. That was the best part. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. The Watcher literally us. telling Strange to fuck off was probably, it was Wait, easily the best he part. He said fuck off? No, <laughs> but he essentially <laughs> said, like, I'm not going to save you. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I can't. He's, he's like, yeah. literally, I can't do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean that was great. It also makes me feel like the Watcher will be more involved as these episodes well, according go on. Right according, to totally the, according to the yes. Hyundai Infinity commercial that is uh, out Already in the world. Wait, what? There's a Hyundai commercial <laughs> where it's uh, done in the style and animation yeah. of What If, yeah. and it showcases I've the Watcher. That. It showcases Peggy Carter, Thor, Thor, Doctor Strange, yeah. um, all kind of teaming up to help the Infinity, the Hyundai car, like do yeah. whatever. Um, some people are arguing that this is a spoiler That's because stupid. you well, see them all working stupid. together. Uh, th- yeah, I don't, I don't think that going to be an episode. Remember the last the last Ooh. the last episode of what if it's, it's called Infinity or Infinite Ultron. Well, that's the just that's just a speculation post. We don't officially know what the order is, but that post has so far been 4 for 4 in terms of what the order is. So, I mean, oh, it's well, probably good, like one of the writers who posted that fucking thing. Yeah. They went Reddit karma. Reddit uh and karma. with that we are going to close. Wait, I didn't get to say how the episode was stupid. No, we don't want to this is the positivity <laughs> podcast. This is the positivity podcast. When are we positive? All the time. We are the most negative Nancys on the planet. Well, why was it bad? That is stupid. Did you really? No. Oh, dumb. No, I, we don't have to go into it. But I, I did not like it. I just thought it was... Well, you said it earlier. It summed it up nicely as to why I didn't like it. Well, that was off air. That wasn't before the... Uh, That's what I'm saying. Say yeah. that a piece no, again. No, I'm going to. Uh, to me... Right? What if should take on um, stories that are, are different and interesting, and this just did a very clear comic trope of taking a main character, killing off his romantic interest, and then him breaking bad. Like breaking bad. But, I mean, what if has been that the whole way through? Three out of four, you're absolutely right, and three out of four episodes. Wait, which like, one yeah. wasn't that? I felt like... I've I still think two is the best because it feels like it's the most different, right? But it's, it's the same, but in reverse. What if we took a serial killer and made him good? A serial killer? Yeah. Thanos. But that, that's, <laughs> what, that's not what the what if was about. That's a part of it. The thing is, if it's a pretty if, big part of it, though. The, the thing is, though, about T'Challa and what T'Challa becoming basically Star Lord, you know, like that's the big thing. And that is interesting to me. And it's seeing those impacts, including Thanos. Thanos is not the main part of that episode. Like the main part is about T'Challa's story. Sure, and but th- like even T'Challa, he's just put in a different situation and still being good. But it's still interesting in terms of the impact that it has. Like that's what I find more interesting. 
But Doctor Strange Breaking Bad. I love that, by the way. <laughs> Breaking Bad. He destroys the whole fucking universe. Yeah, what's that's interesting. That's not interesting. He destroys the universe. I mean, and then puts it in a jelly bean. All these arguably right, more but, uh, of, more of an effect on the world than Thanos well, none of these have an good. effect because they're all they have effect on their worlds. Well, are you saying their worlds are important, Arjuna? Nope. No. That's they're not universe. Canon. They're, 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 <laughs> they're not, not canon, so they don't matter. That's why here, I said that we were we discussed that here's on week one. Question. Is we don't know how much to invest because yeah. these are just Saturday morning cartoons. We've been saying it. And they still we actually got I've a comment that said, I've been it for 10 we actually years. got a comment on the Saturday morning post that we put out there where someone said, good thing that we're not in charge of coming up with uh, MCU rollouts, as if posting it on a Saturday would be bad. Why would that be bad? How would that change anything I from posting it on Wednesday? Know. Wednesday at freaking midnight. Yeah. It, uh, Tuesday at midnight. Well, Wednesday, it's no, it's Wednesday at 12 a.m. 12 a, the 12 a.m. is Wednesday morning. Right, but it's Tuesday midnight. No, it's no, Wednesday, Wednesday midnight. midnight. No, Wednesday midnight would be into Thursday. No, Wednesday midnight is the very beginning I of don't, Wednesday. I uh, tomato, tomato. <laughs> point. Yeah, however you want to interpret it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's right. Like, you're only off like, by a day. It's like, it's like, it's like how uh, Ben Kingsley interprets acting with monkeys. Oh, my God. I, I, so I, you think the monkeys were riding horses? We <laughs> I, I'm sorry. We had to ask a really important question on the whole Ben Kingsley thing yeah. uh, to our producer. Um uh, Michael, do you is was that good like acting advice? Is that like a good? <laughs> is this what you look at like as an actor? Is that what like, advice you would give is to what a, a fellow I actor? I I I think that was great advice. I wish I had that mindset. I would probably <laughs> uh, be a successful actor if you I, are. If I believed I could, yeah, yeah. I think it's great advice. <laughs> Ian McKellen gave similar advice in extras. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. And with that, we are going to close out the podcast because this has been one of our longer ones, which has been great. Uh, as always, you can find us on YouTube every Friday, Saturday when we live stream the pods on YouTube.com slash Was It Good. We're on TikTok, Instagram at Was It Good Pod. We're also on Twitter at Was It Good. Double check there to see when we're live and what pods we're talking about in the future. Our next pod is going to be this Tuesday. It will be a recording that will drop. We're going to change it up a little bit and talk more, I believe, about COVID and its impact on the Hollywood industry and specifically around uh, what the uh, directors and producers are saying around content and the future of it. We're also going to drop our top five movie dances in the show. We're not doing that. Zemo wins. We are going to actually do it. Even though that is an audio-only podcast, we will visually show them. I mean, I know we post the video on YouTube. We'll still visually show them the dances. Goodbye.